Thanks for tuning in to Entertainment News Break on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everybody. Yeah, I'm like an addict, do I gotta have it? I ain't even playing, got a really bad habit. If it moves, gotta grab it. Fuse like a magnet, lose won't have it till I'm doomed in a casket. I ain't playing, got a weird mind. If you work eight hours, I'ma work nine. If the shit tastes sour, you should taste mine. I'ma stay in power for a long time. Get up, nah, I ain't a quitter. Toss me the ball, I'm a really big hitter. Big picture, I'm a straight killer. Rise in the song to the highest bidder. Got juice, got gas, I'ma move fast. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last. Yeah, it's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow and I move fast. And that's facts. Only I can make a change. Slowly take a step today. I will never be the same. Cause that's what it takes. everybody entertainment news break we're gonna be talking about all the things entertainment has happened in the last week sometimes maybe even something that came more prevalent or whatever that might be even a little bit older than that but we try to cover as much as we can and it's also a show that where you can call in and like interact with us if you want to on certain topics or like a topic that we may not be talking about that uh you see that you would like to bring up or whatever on the show you can do that as well thanks everybody for joining us live and for everybody that watches afterwards and all that good stuff and uh, yeah, man, uh, we're just here to have fun and talk about some of the stuff going on in the entertainment world. Dagan, man, how's it been going? Absolutely. It's been going all right for me. Been a very eventful week with uh, car accidents and such that I've had to deal with. But other than that, definitely uh, been getting excited about some of the entertainment news that's been announced. Very excited about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm going to be going to see it on Thursday. 
So very much looking forward to that. And appreciate everybody tuning in live. If you tune in live on the replay at all, get that uh, subscribe button, push that on up here, and we would we always appreciate that. And if you want to get involved in the show, streamlabs.com slash LGR underscore network. We're using that for pretty much all our links now. So LGR underscore network there on Streamlabs. And then if you want to call into the show, there's the number again at the on the bottom of your screen, 818-269-7691. If hey, and you get to talk live. to Sexy Matt. You get to talk to yeah. Sexy Matt like while you're on hold and everything else. I mean, what can, you can't even beat that. Like, I might would just want to call to talk to Matt, period. Like, period. Let me just, you know, just go ahead and say that. Just have a conversation. But yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a good time. It's been a fun time. Obviously, you see a hat on top of my head. Uh, uh, me and uh, Sweet Thing Brandy, we was able to go to Halloween Horror Nights, uh, whatever, this past weekend. Uh, and it was a pretty fun, great time. Uh, actually, it was a weekend past. Man, I've had to work eight days straight since coming back from vacation, so it's Ooh, been pretty crazy. Yeah, but that sounds tiring. With that being, yeah, with that being said, uh, that's where I got this sweet hat from. And uh, nice. I'm going to say, like, from the very top of the show, man, like, you you put out a review and everything for uh, Halloween Ends. Uh-oh. I do not think – I don't agree with you, man. I don't think it's as bad as you're trying to say. Like, I've seen some crap movies, you know, and everything else uh, throughout my life. I wouldn't put it in the crap category. as uh, my favorite Halloween movie. No, it wasn't. But uh, I kind of got where they were trying to go. I, I actually give them a little props for trying something different. I don't think they completely failed at it, but I just think – no, okay. My favorite. Yeah, I don't think they completely okay. failed at it. I, it wasn't like uh, the crappiest thing I'd ever seen. I still enjoyed uh, certain parts of it and stuff like that. But like I said, I watch them most of the time just to see uh, somebody get killed, and you know, some people got killed, so it was fun. Yeah, and Michael Myers was in the film for all about twelve seconds of screen time. So that, hey, man, was, that was great. He's getting old, old man. He's getting old. Yeah, he's getting uh-huh. old, man. He's been shot up and stabbed himself and everything else. Like, he got beat up in the streets. Like, I mean, shit, dude. He's got, you know, repercussions that have to be taken there. You know what I'm saying? He can't do a full, mm-hmm. you know, hour and a half, two-hour movie right now. He, he had to recover. Yeah. It's okay, Justin. You're allowed to like bad movies. It's fine. Let's talk about the box office here, everybody. Uh, it was another another strong week for the old uh, Black Adam, as everybody kind of anticipated with. This is sort of the last, I think, week of a little bit of lull. Before we get the storm that is Wakanda forever, that I'm sure will make hundreds of millions of dollars this weekend. A lot of hype for that movie, of course. But yes, Black Adam coming in number one once again with 18.5 million, uh, bringing its domestic total now to over 137 million. Uh, there's an interesting film that came in at number two, Justin. I've never heard of this before. It's called One Piece Film Red. Never heard of it up until now, just reading the box office chart here. $9.4 million this thing brought in. And then the other surprising thing here, again, I mean, this is a time where there's not going to be a lot out. It's again, distributed by Cunt. I was going to say something about that One Piece film. Like, I just looked yeah. it up real quick because, like you, I haven't heard a lot about it. Uh, it's actually put out distributor as Crunchyroll. So, like, uh, is this like, a, I guess it would be like an anime or something like that, possibly? Okay. Are kind of in that style, but with that being said, yeah, I don't know a lot of Matt's about saying it, here in the chat. Yeah, for uh, the yeah. first time ever, Utah, the most beloved singer in the world, reveal herself to the world at a live concert. The voice that the whole world has been waiting for is about to respond. That's the like little synopsis about it. I mean, hey, it is what it is, Josh, but yeah, Josh probably saw this. I know Josh doesn't really leave his house, but I think uh, this one he might actually go out to the theater to see. So, 
I will say this. This is uh, pretty weird. Uh, this is the first time in a long time that I can remember that two anime films actually uh, cracked the top five, like, in the same year. Because, like, didn't we? Yeah. We had a Dragon Ball Z film. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then the, the other, I think, little bit of a surprise here is Ticket to Paradise, which brought in another $8.5 million. The, uh, you know, the Julia Roberts, George Clooney romance thing. Uh, that's now brought its total to nearly $50 million domestically. So I think that's su doing surprisingly well. I haven't heard anything about that movie either, other than it has George Clooney and Julia Roberts. They don't really have any interest in romantic comedies anyway, but um, both legendary actors for sure. And I don't think uh, a huge surprise that it's, it's in the top five, despite, you know, maybe overperforming a little bit. Again, this is a little lull period. Black Panther coming out this weekend. That's what everybody's waiting for. So. Any other thoughts on the box office before we move on here, Justin? Bro, I'm going to have to bring up Smile. Smile's up there. Yeah. Uh, still one of the top five. This thing has made over two. I haven't even seen this movie yet, and I love horror movies, but like I've said before, I've been busy, was on vacation, uh, doing things for that, and then also on top of that, like had to work all these time, days in a row after I came back. But like, uh, yeah, man, I got to go out and see this movie, dude. Over $200 million made at the box office for this. Uh, this movie right here might be one of the bigger surprises of the year. I'm pretty sure it didn't have this huge budget or whatever that I thought they did a smart, uh, almost inexpensive way to kind of like go out there and do some kind of marketing campaign for it. Uh, mm -hmm. It was very interesting for them to have fans like at different sporting events and stuff like that with random people with shirts that just said smile. And they were they obviously were smiling the whole time, looking all weird out there in the audience and stuff, which is pretty cool. I thought that was like a, a really creative way to get your uh, name out there and product out there. I don't know how much of a big difference that made. It's just pretty cool they did that. But damn, dude, this movie over $200 million at the box office, a movie, that, another movie, right? Like, yeah, that nobody ever looked at. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like this anime came and snuck on us. I mean, yeah. yeah, of course, you saw a commercial here and there for Smile. But yeah, dude, like straight up 100%, like it's pretty amazing. It's still in the yeah, top five. The last thing I'll note here before we do have a caller that we're going to bring on here in just a second, but uh, just interesting to note that you had both Smile and then the other kind of horror movie that was coming out. Pray for the uh, Devil. Pray for the Devil. Yeah. So you have. Bro, I got to love the Mexicans. Yeah, maybe. Um, two movies that are like horror that are still doing well a week after Halloween. So that's that's kind of interesting to see that the uh, the horror genre is really hot right now. People are people are really going out to the theater to, to, to catch some of these movies. So. Um, that's pretty cool. I think that that uh, makes us both happy as horror fans, Justin. But yeah, man, let's uh, let's bring on our our uh, caller here, uh, and it, it's a it's a good friend of the show and LGR just in general. And it is the one, the only Brennan. Uh, I'm glad that you're calling in, Brennan, because we're about to talk about some Star Hello. Wars. How you doing, man? Yes, I think I, I'm getting ahead of myself because I know that you guys are going to talk about it, but. With the Acolyte, um, with Andor doing as well as it's doing, and having a very different feel than most Star Wars, what do you think the feeling of the Acolyte will be, considering that Leslie Headland is the showrunner? That's a great question for Brennan there, uh, Justin, and that's mm -hmm. a good segue because we—that is our main story tonight, Brennan. We are introducing a new seg a new corner 
to our other corners here on the show, and it's the Star Wars corner. Da -da -da -da. I need to get the music, but uh, we, we are going to definitely discuss this story because, as Brennan noted, the Acolyte uh, released some details this week. The cast, the synopsis was revealed. Uh, Brennan was asking about sort of the feel of the show, and I think so we should probably start there. We should start with, like, the synopsis, because I, I kind of want to talk about what this show is about, and then we can talk about some of the actors that'll be in it. But uh, the synopsis here, the the part of the press release here from Lucasfilm on StarWars.com saying it is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they have ever anticipated. So, uh, yeah, uh, and then a little bit more info here. The High Republic saw the Jedi Order at its prime centuries prior to the events of Episode 1, and then you can learn more about this era on StarWars.com and their official hub for all things Republic, which they have the link to uh, on this story. So, uh, in terms of the feel of the show, this sounds like it's going to be kind of like a a detective almost sort of show. Uh, I just watched both of the Enola Holmes movies back to back today. And I, I love those movies. Like I, I'll talk about that a little bit later if, if we have time, but like uh, I think that Andor has shown that you could do something different and execute it really, really well in the star Wars mm -hmm. universe. Uh, I think finally we're getting something that's like feels really different that the fans are actually resonating with. Because I think prior attempts, a lot of fans have felt like, oh, this is too different for Star Wars. This doesn't feel like Star Wars. You always hear that kind of argument, you know. And I am happy to see that they are taking some more initiative to do some different sort of tones, some themes with with some of these shows. And sort of a, uh, you know, we got some of that espionage type of spy thriller kind of stuff going on in Andor. And I think maybe some of that mixed with also sort of a, a detective story kind of vibe you know these jedis they're investigating this crime and what are, what are they going to find you know underneath the surface of the darkness kind of thing so i i am really really hyped for it and i'm really glad that they're finally starting to do do some of these kinds of shows if that answers your question Brennan. it's kind of a long-winded answer yeah, it does yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean yeah, yeah i'm i'm definitely like a samba side for almost anything star wars to be perfectly honest with you uh, you know, we do the reviews over here, which Brennan will be joining us on the final episode for uh, <clears throat> what we're doing oh, yeah. with the, um, Cassie and Andor. But like the season finale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but this show right here, like leading up was the one I was most excited about to begin with because of the fact that it was like uh, just a different way and a different air and all this good stuff and all that. So, like, I really appreciate the fact that like. Uh, they're doing like even the show like this in this time period during the high republic and everything because there's a lot of new things happening around the world and star wars and all that good stuff um and i love the synopsis you just read i love the fact that it's going to be a jedi and a padawan going out there like you said and they're kind of trying to discover what's going on in the dark world they end up bumping into some stuff they didn't expect it's going to be interesting to see how they tell the story Obviously, at, this is towards the end of the High Republic era, which then turns into what we know as the prequels a little bit later on right. and everything. Like, uh, so how do we get that? We do know the darkness has to be rising because, like, we end up getting the, like, you know, we end up getting the Emperor and, and the dark side actually taking over the galaxy, you know, for that period of time, you know, after the prequels and everything else. So they got to start rising up. So, like, how does some of this stuff start happening? You know, how did, uh, you know, uh, 
Dar- how did Darcidius is like master like come about mm. those kind of things we start well, getting there are, closer and closer and closer to that and there are rumors else, right? about a there of a Plagueis appearance in this show it's possibly because like he is like a yeah. yeah I mean he's an alien creature uh Plagueis wasn't a human so yeah, like he could he actually live longer than old. humans I yeah. think and stuff like that so like maybe you start butting into some of the areas where this guy comes around but like even if it's not it's still going to be interesting to cool and cool to find out like what's going on out there because one thing i don't think people think about is the fact that like just because they say there's only two sifts like a master and a leader does not mean there's not people out there using the dark side power or even people out there that are even saber trained right so like you could have like uh someone anyone can there yeah, anyone could succumb to the dark side, basically. Because you, right, right. Well, you had like Darth Maul and stuff out there that was kind of on the sidelines that wasn't considered yeah. a Sith. You know what I'm saying? But he was still trained in the arts of like using a saber and everything. So you still could have people out there that train themselves that have a saber. So like you might even have saber battles in this and stuff. I don't know. I don't want to like presume automatically we'll be getting anything like that. I mean, given that fun. the. The logo has like a giant red lightsaber slice through it. I'm pretty confident in that we'll we'll get some lightsaber yeah. lightsaber yeah. action on this show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be uh, fun to see exactly what they do. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be fun. I'm excited yeah, about it. I don't want to know. I don't want to know much more about the show to be honest with you. I just don't want. Yeah, know. I kind of I kind of yeah, already know. I mean, we could talk about the cast a little bit, but uh, Brennan, what about you, man? Uh, I am, ex- I'm like, uh, I'm just excited for whatever they're going to give us because I have enjoyed all the Star Wars content and I'm really excited to see where this goes. Now that Andor is sort of set the new standards, yeah. how dark you can go with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah, for sure. thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in, Brennan. We appreciate you, man. Catch you later. For sure. Um, But yeah, there was also a cast list announced for this show, Justin. Uh, The two names that stand out for me that I think are the ones that I recognize the most, at least, are Carrie Ann Moss, of course, from The Matrix fame and others. Uh, And then Daphne Keene, who was, of course, X-23 in Logan, who's now uh, a, a lot taller than she was in in that movie. So uh, she's right. going to be in this. And then other actors that were announced, uh, Amanda Stenberg, Lee Jung Jae, I'm sure I'm hor- horribly butchering that, Manny Jacinto, Jody Turner-Smith, Rebecca Henderson, Charlie Barnett, and Dean Charles Chapman, uh, uh, in addition to Daphne Keene, Carrie Ann Moss. So uh, very uh, interesting that there's, you know, only a couple names that you kind of recognize here on this list, but it's mostly like, you know, uh, up and coming actors or unknowns, you know, right, I, I, I mean, like that Star about Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's Star Wars. Like you don't really have to have big name actors. I think, yeah, you know, exactly. here and there having them, you know, uh, put into different shows and movies and stuff like, you know, sparingly and everything else is perfectly fine. But like in this case, you don't want to put like the really huge, super huge names. And I'm glad you don't know the people because you're not thinking about who they played in like a different movie or whatever, right. you know, when it comes to Star Wars. And usually like these, you know, these shows, which I will say Andor is one of the best acted shows, period, of the Star Wars thing. Uh, so it's been really great. Uh, one of the other things about this is like it's got a good diverse cast as well. Like there's women, men, uh, <laughs> women and men of also different colors and ethnicities and stuff like that as well. 
which uh, is pretty interesting to see. I mean, it should be that way because Star Wars is this huge galaxy with all kinds of different yeah. people in it. So, like, it's cool to see, like, uh, different Same people. thing with Middle Earth. People. Like, people yeah. complaining about all the diverse casting on, on the, you know, that Tolkien show, which I still haven't watched. Still haven't watched The Ring is a Power. But everybody's bitching and moaning about, you know, actors of color being on there. It's like, come on, guys. It's a fictional universe. Like, it's it's very large fictional universe at that. You're going to have a lot of shapes and colors and sizes here. We do not discriminate discriminate here on entertainment news. I mean, people just got to look at the fact that, yeah, people just got to look at the fact that those stories were written a long time ago, like back whenever you probably wouldn't add such a diverse uh, diversity in there because in those times when those things were written, it wasn't the most popular thing to do, right or wrong, you know what I'm saying? So, like, now it's a different time period. Like, if the guy were to write a story now about a certain situation or a certain time period and stuff like that, like, they would add, like, you know, more and more, it'd be more and more diverse just naturally because like everything's yeah. more and more diverse and it's easier to do that and stuff now. Yeah. I mean, even Final Fantasy, uh, I think it's 14, the one that's live, like the the massive online RPG or whatever that you could play over there. Like they was even having questions about that because like they don't have a lot of diversity like in the game as far as like story characters and stuff like that. Uh, and one of the reasons is because they say like, well, we picked a certain time frame of like when the universe and stuff like that would be going on and what's happening, that there would be more of so like this, so it's not as diverse or whatever. But yeah, like it is even coming into video games and stuff like that in movies. So, I mean, like I said, I I love the diverse cast because I get tired of seeing the same, same looking people every other time. Same. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> absolutely agree with that. But yeah, no release date yet for the Acolyte, although it seems like probably sometime in 2023. I would guess like, you know, probably summer. If they're just going into production now, and start shooting, then I would say, yeah, probably like middle of the summer is when I, when you probably expect this thing to drop. Probably around when we got Andor this year, or maybe even Listen, a little I just want a yeah. Sith. Well, technically, I got one with Christopher Lee, but his beard wasn't marvelous. It was kind of like cropped up and everything. Like, I want a a Sith user with a beard, or I the want giant a giant beard. User, yes. Yeah, or I want a Sith user with like the straight up female. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, what it is like i won't i'm tired a darth like, an actual well, darth i i want a Lord woman bad guy to yes. cheer for damn it like i'm tired Agreed. of having to like i'm tired of having to cheer for these like you know dudes that speak britain you know whatever yeah you know old school english with their accents and everything that are are just the bad guys and it's the same thing i want to see i want to be able to root for a a, a badass woman that's out there. I was hoping that Ray would turn bad for that reason. Like I was hoping that yeah. dark Jedi thing for her would actually happen. And then you got what's did. her name, uh, Reva on Obi Wan, and she kind of like was torn and turned at the end. So it was like, yeah. yeah so he's like good. almost turned good and everything. Man, yeah. get out of here, man. <laughs> Just be pure evil. That's all we ask. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, I'm hyped for this show. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I, again, I don't think I agree with Brennan. I've pretty much enjoyed all of the. Disney Plus Star Wars show so far. I don't think they've really missed yet. I know people say Boba Fett, but I thought Boba Fett was I still think the MCU, relatively decent right. overall. Disney yeah. Plus MCU hasn't been perfect as far as the shows go. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? They still get pretty consistent. good accolades on most of their yeah. movies. But like, uh, I think Star Wars has been knocking it out of the park with the shows. Because like you just said, I don't think yeah. I don't think anything in Star Wars so far that they put out has been bad. I mean, you can yeah. look at the book of Bubba Fett. Maybe that was a least favorite, but like you're talking about, that was still a good show. Like if that was the only yes. show that they had put out for Star Wars, I think people would still love it and have it in high regard. But because the I don't know if they love it, but like two, it, 
Yeah. Right. But what, what, what I'm saying is, though, is like when you compare that show to Mandalorian season one and season two, and now you have like what's happening with Andor and even the Obi yeah. one series now, now, now they're, these are pretty damn good shows and you're having to compare it to that. Like, even though it's still good, like it's hard to compare it to those other ones because they kind of like outdid it a little bit. So, yeah, and, and everything. So like it, it's pretty interesting. They've been knocking it out of the park and I hope they knock it out of the park with Acolyte. I agree. They've been knocking it out of the park with the shows. Interesting to note, we haven't had a movie yet in quite some time. That's some BS, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, and, Straight and, up and it's BS, like every bro. every one of these projects, I, I remember having a conversation with a buddy like a couple years ago and, and being like, okay, the next movie is coming out in 2023 and around on that Christmas slot. And it's going to be a Rogue Squadrons movie. It's the easiest freaking story to tell. It's Top Gun in Star Wars, right? And I, I was saying to him, I was like, if I hear, if I read an article, that Patty Jenkins has had creative differences with Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm, like so many other directors, it's doomed. There's no, not going to be any more Star Wars movies like forever. It's just Disney Plus shows from now on because it's like every, every fucking project you hear creative differences with Kathleen Kennedy. And again, like Rogue Squadrons, it seems like the easiest freaking concept. So uh, it's too bad. I'm a little bummed that we haven't had a Star Wars movie because I love that experience of going to the theater and stuffing my face with popcorn and watching Star Wars, something Star Wars. I, I, I'm missing it, man. I really, I hope that they can uh, sort of get the ship back on course a little bit. Looks like Damon Lindelof project coming potentially in 2025. And then in 2027, there's another Star Wars slot as well. And we got the news today uh, that Sean Levy is actually going to be, uh, he, well, he's not confirmed yet or anything, but he's in early talks. The deadline report here that Sean Levy is going to come on board to direct a Star Wars film. Sean Levy, if you hear the name, of course, uh, Deadpool 3. He's going to be doing that with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. So the plan is for him to do the Star Wars movie after uh, Deadpool 3. You also know Sean from directing uh, episodes of Stranger Things. So uh, this is an interesting piece of note news to come off the heels of the report of David Lindelof. And Kevin Feige is going to be running one of these. I don't know but, which one Kevin Feige is officially going to be like part of producing or whatever. Right. But Kevin Feige is supposed to be part of like the one of these movies yeah. as well. But it's like, bro, they should have been done made a damn Star Wars movie. Yeah. We should and have then had what, another one out in the movie theater. Stop whatever being happened scared. To the, whatever happened to the Taika Waititi uh, one that was going to come out? Like, I guess that's that might be show. the one that Kevin Feige. The thing is, man, they just running scared. That's all they're doing. They just keep being scared. Yeah of the movies the only reason why i think they put so much on disney plus or whatever or made this many shows that they've had so far is because of the fact that they need content for disney plus to like keep it going and to like try to yeah. you know combat they need star the wars content but yeah exactly so like there's no movies I, I, it's like man stop being scared man stop listening to the public dude come on kathleen like, kennedy do just your let thing. the director do their thing like i I don't get it. Why I don't think it's all this. Kathleen Kennedy's fault. No, it's, like, it's not all, but it's Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm. You hear that? So it's obviously other people at Lucasfilm as well. But it's like, come on, guys. Like, get it together. Let the director tell a story and do their thing. Like, it, it should be easy. You know, I, I just, I'm, I'm getting a little annoyed with it as well. I'm sure you are as well, as well Justin. Like, when's the article going to come out that Damon Lindelof has exited Star Wars due to creative differences? What's up, Star Drew? How you doing, man? All right, let's let's move on. Let's let's move on to another corner of the universe here and talk a little DC. Uh, I still have you not set. I've, the yeah, old Dookie the, corner. 
The Dookie Welcome Corner. Welcome to the old yes. Dookie Corner. That's what we're talking about tonight, baby. We're talking about Dude, all the it's DC standing for duty and crap here. Uh, if you've seen Black Adam, which I have not yet, I hear, hear that it's just an absolute pile of of uh, of trash. So it can't I, be I that big just, a piece of trash. I mean, it's out there making money. Like it I made get a it lot of money yes. to a certain point, but but it's making money. But so did the, so even, did the Transformers movies, so. right? But like, if most of this money, which I mean, always any movie, the most of it or the biggest portion comes from like that first weekend. But if it was only making money like that first weekend, it's still making money now and it's been out for a little bit. So like, I don't want to sit here and crap on it. Obviously, there's been people just going to see it and everything else. So like, at a point, you got to be like, it can't be yes. that garbage, or it would like uh, drop off big time. But it's still like kind of you know dominating the box office right now and everything else. Let's see what it does completely after the whole time that it comes out. But like, uh, yeah. yeah, whatever, dude. You know, whatever. some people just like I, to say garbage because they want to say garbage. I'm not I mean, ready have, to call Black Adam garbage yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I can't. I'm just going off of what other people are saying, you know, about it. But hopefully if it is trash, then it's the last, like, pile of trash that we're going to get for a while that with these new changes in place with James Gunn, David Zaslav, and everybody kind of taking over. And trying to trying to fix this this uh, mess, really. Uh, I know you wanted the job, Justin, but uh, it, it went to it went to old gun there, gun club. Um, but <laughs> the I'm actually news... gonna be honest with you, man. People might jump up and down and think they happy as everything else, and I'll get out over here in the in the in the DC corner, you know, uh, whatever. But yeah. I'm not. I'm not like because here goes the thing. James Gunn's got the innate ability to take like some of these characters off the wall characters and stuff and make a fun movie with them. What has yes, he done besides Suicide that? Squad. What has yes. he done besides that? Like e even when you go to the MCU and he took a bunch of ragtag guys and, and Guardians of the Galaxy and like the same kind of deal, same kind of situation. Yes, he's made some good movies, but very specific type of movies, like right. movies where they put Is like it? a little bit of a serious story, but like he's able to have fun and he's got these goofy characters to play around with. He well, hasn't mapped what, out a he hasn't mapped out a universe like a Kevin Feige has. No, I mean I agree, but like, like the point is, is like, nah, dog, movie, like but you, you don't want things to be too dark like all the time, right? You want your Shazam movies yeah. and stuff like that. It kind of brings some levity and stuff and you can have fun with, obviously. But like I don't want like uh 50 jokes happening in like some Batman movies or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're supposed to be more serious and stuff like that. So like I don't yeah. actually know. Like, I think it's good that they not just did James Gunn. They put another person on there as well. But I don't want to be sitting over here, like, laughing every time I turn on, like, a DC right. product or whatever, right? Like, right now, like, we even sometimes give some Marvel-like properties you don't crap because... You don't want to return to the old Adam West uh, style? No, no but I'm just saying, like... Like we right tried now that with Marvel, Batman and Robin, and it didn't work so well. Right, but, yeah. but right now with Marvel, they get a little pushback a little bit here and there because they say, oh, this is trying to be too funny, or they have too many jokes. It's that Marvel comedy thing, right? So you already get that when it when it happens. But, like, I don't want DC to become even more of a comedy routine. Like, so I don't know if this is a great move or not, bro. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. You you took a movie, and, and you made it fun, funner than the original. But, like, I don't sit back and look at, like, uh, the second Suicide Squad is like the uh, the coming of Jesus or something in film. Right. I mean, come on, bro. Like, it's right. not, it's fun and it's better than the yeah. original. And I'll rewatch it because of but some of the fun stuff. But it's not a masterpiece. But like, yeah, dude, like, it is what it is. Like, and Danny out there in the chat saying Black Adam's cool. I got to see it. Oh, I don't like okay. it with Megan. Yeah, I've no, been super I, busy. again, I'm not. That's I'm a movie not I got to see. Forming an opinion yet until I actually watched it. I'm just going off of what some people have told me about it. But, 
Um, yeah, so I agree, Justin. It's, I don't want to see every movie be goofy like Guardians of the Galaxy, Suicide Squad type of thing. You need movies to be a little dark. You know, some of these. Uh, I know people didn't like that Man of Steel was as dark as it was, and that kind of leads into this this news here. Or this, I don't know if it's more news no. than it is like speculation, but uh, Heat Vision, a newsletter well, from Hollywood. Before you jump into that, yeah. I got okay. one more last comment about this okay. James Gunn guy. Sure. I mean, there's just too many people out there in the DC world getting a little sippity sip of the butt juice from James Gunn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're slurping it up. Wow. They're taking it and they and they're acting like they love it and everything else. I'm just telling you guys, it may not be the greatest thing. Like, uh, like I said, you made one damn good movie in your little series and, and everything else. And like, uh, like, Oh my God, like just give the him the keys. It, it, it's like, uh, you, you, you got a brand new Ferrari, right? Like, and you're driving it around and everything. And then like you, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna let my friend James Gunn get in the driver's seat or whatever. And he gets into it and he drives really well for like five minutes, but yep. you know what I'm they saying? Just he has hits a couple a of curb. close calls. Then he hits the curve. But, but he has a yeah, but he has a couple of close calls or whatever. Yeah. But you know, just because he drove pretty well the first five minutes doesn't mean you're gonna give him the car, man. Right. Right. Yes. I, I agree. Uh the report here stating that Heat Vision, it's from I've never heard of it. Heat Vision, apparently a Hollywood reporter sort of offshoot newsletter. Uh they reported that Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav and Jurassic Jurassic Park, I've heard of that movie, director Steven Spielberg, uh, I think I've heard of him, they had lunch together and had a discussion about Man of Steel 2, hinting towards the latter's involvement in the upcoming Superman project. And then later, the new DCU head, Peter Safran, uh, who was hired alongside James Gunn, uh, James Gunn not at this lunch, I guess, uh, alongside Christopher Nolan, of all people, joining oh, the table. God. So you got Peter Safran, David Zaslav, the you know the Warner Brothers DCU executive guys at a lunch with Steven Spielberg and Christopher Nolan, apparently discussing A Man of Steel two starring Henry Cavill. So oh, again, God. yeah, again, just just rumors here and speculation. I think I don't think we know what was actually said at. Uh, at that meeting, and yes, I agree, Mike. Now that you've heard butt juice, you should probably uh, probably take it take take the night. Oh, uh, he's probably one there. of the biggest ones sipping on it. That's probably why he's getting out of here. <laughs> wow. To be honest with you, Vermont Mike. Running to be continued at the uh, wrestling trivia. Grand here goes Prix the thing, dude. I, listen, man. Here goes the thing. Listen, Nolan. We already did your thing in Batman, dude. We don't need another series of movies from this. I want to see new and fresh people coming out of here. Like wait, people. Wait, hold, hang, hang on. Time people. out, Justin. Time out, Justin. You don't want to see a Superman movie where you can't hear any dialogue and it's just for the entire movie. And, and listen, man. Any of the look, dialogues look, just the roo, 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 like you can't hear a goddamn and, thing, and it's just that. Well, look, for the Steven Spielberg. Movie. Okay. Listen, Steven Spielberg, man, like, let's get it, man, bro. I mean, come on now. Like, the guy, one of the greatest directors of all time and everything else, but come on, man. Like, he hasn't made something that I really wanted to watch in, like, years now, okay? Lincoln like, was the last great movie I think he made, in my opinion. I mean, like, because I, I didn't even love Ready Player One. Like, I ended up watching it or whatever. Some people loved it or whatnot, but, like, I didn't even, like, fun. really like that movie. Yeah. It was okay. But it wasn't, it's like, like, amazing. Yeah. Come on, dude, man. Like, I right, come on, man. He's kind of lost it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But we do need, I do agree with this. We need a new Superman need movie because Superman the, movie. how they, this yeah. is one of the things when I went off on my first rant about DC is how the hell the second Superman movie hasn't came out. 
like regardless of whether people liked or hated the first one or whatever i personally thought the first one was fine but like regardless of that i fact, like man like of your, steel maybe yes. behind batman he's your second biggest draw like get his ass out there man yeah man for dc butts yeah to the seats he brings yeah. butts to the seats man does he does like, he bring butt there. does he bring butt juice to the seats justin Pro not no James. Man, get out of here, bro. Like James, I'm <laughs> glad James Gunn wasn't at his meeting. Henry Cavill, that's a that's a. I'm that's glad James Gunn wasn't at his meeting because James Gunn probably would have been like, "Hey, everybody, like, let's you make know, it goofy. Be, you yeah, you know, it'd like be Superman funny. Goofy. Hey, you saw what they did, like <laughs> Superman three or Superman four, whichever one it was. They had like the really goofy bad guy in there and stuff. Well, like, let's try to pull that one off. Like, get out of here, James. Perfect. <laughs> get out of here, James. Yeah, well, moving from one corner to another. Damn here, right, Justin. damn right. That's another yes, one. We, we need another, need another Green another Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah, just give to wash John... the bad taste out of our mouth from yes. the first one, for God's sakes, man. Give me a John Stewart yeah. Green Lantern. That's what I want to see. Do y'all guys think that Ryan Reynolds like involved in this first movie right here? That he heard, oh wait, they're gonna give him a chance to actually be Deadpool, and he actually like just bombed this movie on purpose because he, he knew he was going to go to Deadpool. And he didn't want to have the pressure Maybe. to have to do a second Maybe. Green Lantern movie. But then again, his his first Deadpool shot was uh, as a the deformity from X-Men Origins Wolverine. So the less said, the least said about that, the better. Uh, but listen, let's, uh, and speaking of Lobo, I kind of agree with this. That would be pretty cool. That'd be kind of cool. But let me tell you, can we get a Spawn movie with better CGI, for God's sakes? Because you know what? I like the character Spawn. But you know, God, Lee, the devil in that movie is the worst CGI. My son, at four years old, drew something better on a scratch piece of paper than what <laughs> you saw in that film. That's ridiculous. I need something to get that out of my mind, for God's sakes. Can we get that as well? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a put. No, we need, we need more jokes in the Spawn movie, Justin. We need more goofy jokes. Well, there's supposed Gene's to be gun. a little bit, a little clown guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually think Home Dude played a pretty good clown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in that. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, he's got jokes. He got jokes. Clown well, lives matter, to... man. Yo, hey, just to jump in real quick. What's going on, about man? Green Lantern. Yeah. There was a recent Green Lantern animated movie that's sick as hell. If you haven't seen it, it's called Green Lantern, uh, Ring of Power or something. Uh, no, that's Lord of the Rings. Uh, but Green Lantern animated movie. Check it out. It's good. Bro, get out of here, man. He's over here trying to talk about we, – we, we ain't talking about coloring books for kitties. We trying to get a real movie done, man. I ain't want no, like, cartoon. I ain't here to watch cartoon, man. You see my beard? It's, it's still long, and I trimmed it, like, two days ago. Trimmed it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a man with a Quite beard. I ain't beard. watching around. Bro, Guys, we got if you if you like that beard and you want to see more of where that came from, check out Justin's shorts that he just did from the check out his shorts, like the what he wears on his on his, you know, uh no, uh this the YouTube shorts from Hollywood Holly uh not Hollywood, Holly Hollywood, Hollywood ham bone at Halloween Horror Nights. Wow, that's a that's a mouthful. Uh but yeah, lots of good shorts there on the channel. Check those out, guys. But let's let's move from one corner to the other here and uh do our MCU coverage of the week. We only have one story this week, not a lot of big breaking news, but we did get the news that Aubrey Plaza is joining Catherine Hahn in the upcoming Marvel Studios series Agatha Coven of Chaos at Disney Plus. Variety has learned from sources. Uh, of course, the series is a spinoff of the Marvel show WandaVision, with Hahn set to reprise the role of Agatha Harkness. Exact plot details, including the character Plaza would play on the show, 
are being kept under wraps. Emma Caulfield Ford is also set to reprise the role of Dottie from WandaVision in the new series, while a variety also exclusively reported that Heartstopper star Joe Locke will also appear in COVID of Chaos. No release date for this show yet either. Uh, I liked Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. I'm not sure she needs her own show. However, uh, another interesting, maybe different kind of show for the MCU to, to get in on. And Aubrey Plaza, can't go wrong there. She's awesome. Uh, has worked in a, on a technically on a Marvel show before, even though it was a much different Marvel show in Legion. And she was just so awesome on that show. Highly underrated performance from her there. So I am cool with anything that Aubrey Plaza decides to, to uh, take on as a project. Listen, Big man. fan of her. Emily the Criminal. Guys, check out Emily the Criminal if you haven't. A movie, the indie Listen. movie that she was in that came out earlier this year. Good stuff. What you got, Justin? I just got to sit here and tell you right now, 100%. One thing I could use more in my life is sexy witches. You know wow. what I'm saying? So I'm 100% down for a little, little more. Oh, yeah. Know, Agatha Christmas, you know, like uh, action going on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, like, you know, and, and look, she's a good actor. Uh, she was, I, I thought that she was one of the highlights. Agatha, did you say Agatha Christie? I probably say Agatha Christie. Yeah, I think Agatha I just said it wrong. It is, it, what it, it is what it is. All I know is she was born from the lands of Salem and uh, now she's awakened yes. and everything. Look, she was one of the bright spots of the uh, WandaVision show, I actually thought. So, like, yes, I really enjoyed I her, like, in that show. So, like, I'm cool. But I am getting tired, sick and tired of like every time you have a character and they're in a show. Now we get spinoffs of everything. Man. They get popular. Like, the internet likes them, and they get their own show. It's like eh, I don't know. You know, like this is one of the things that gets me is like uh, with all these shows now getting spinoffs from a character, or this and that, and everything else. It's like it's getting so rampant out there that yesterday I took a poo right and I flushed it. But my toilet wanted to make a spinoff, so like I had to go reflush it again because like it basically you know did wow. a spinoff, and uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this, this is getting too much. It's getting too much, man. It's like you said with these people that get up and do standing ovations at these stupid like uh, you know like little shindigs they get together on and watch these like shows. The, for the film first festivals. Time and yeah. 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 Yep. Just con continuing to suck suck up that butt juice, Justin. All right. There wow. it is. It's the theme of the evening, wow. everybody. Butt juice here live on uh, on Entertainment News Break. But uh, moving from one butt juice to the other here, uh, the, speaking of which, the Academy Awards, the ultimate butt juice party in Hollywood, yeah, uh, has, has decided to go back and have a host again. We've had several years uh, without a host since the controversy of Kevin Hart being hired and then recent jokey comments being surfaced and then the internet decides to cancel him uh unless he apologizes and he refuses to apologize and then doesn't get the job um they go a few years without having hosts and some people are like oh it's great it, the show flows better without a host no it makes the show worse it made the show unwatchable for me i have not been watching the oscars the last few years uh, i don't think jimmy kimmel returning to host the oscars will get me to come back and watch it again uh, I am done with the Academy Awards. I think that it has just become such a, uh, a party for Hollywood elitists to suck each other off and uh, slurp up that ass juice uh, while giving each other standing ovations uh, and and uh, uh, gold statues. So whatever. Don't care. What about you, Justin? Man, what do you think? 
I gotta be honest. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm a grown ass man with a beard <laughs> living in Alabama, bro. Like I ain't watched a dadgum Oscar since like I was born, man. Get out of here, Oscars. God. Nobody Who gives, gives a, a shit? shit. I don't care about none of the movies they care about in most cases, man. There's only been a few times that the Oscars stepped up and recognized like you know, movies that are super popular and everything else. Like, who cares if they're popular? Who cares if they're about a comic book character? If it's a good story, it's a good story. Like, for instance, Logan should have got more uh, look. They should have that movie alone should have got looked at more as being movie of the year, right? Then, and it doesn't matter. It was a comic book movie, man, because it was a great story. It was a. It, it had really good stuff, like in, in the movie, in the film, and like acting, and like is that true? All the other stuff as well. Can you be named? Is Oscar a band name in Alabama? Listen, man, the only Oscar people know about here is they because they got to see it in the public access channel or whatever is all that dumbass Oscar the Grouch or whatever he was in the like stupid uh, uh, <laughs> whatever street, whatever street that was. They, they had like the little puppets and everything. Uh, with the, Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame, Sesame Street. Bethany. Like that guy. That's the only thing they know about that. But I'm just saying like Oscars, whatever, dude. Like I, I don't know why anybody would like – I do look up and see like who won the awards because it takes me like five minutes to look through it. And most yeah, of the just time look at the I'm list. Like, oh, the next crap, day. they made a mistake Man. there. Yeah, just yeah. so I can look at it and <laughs> complain about the fact they didn't pick yeah. the, you know a movie I thought should be there. But like, here goes the thing, man. Like, I, I don't get why people watch them like live, like literally, like it's not yeah. it's not even fun most of the time. And like you said, it's a bunch of like people with a bunch of money. Dude, it's like, like six uh, hours long. It's like I'm sitting here. At midnight on the on the East Coast, and they've yeah, there's a bunch of people with a bunch awards. of money that's talking yeah. good about each other and stuff like that, and it's like I don't give yeah. a shit, man. Like I, I'm not gonna watch it. It's a bunch of crap. Like I don't see where people get the the entertainment, right? Like I guess I can understand if I got into like with a group of friends that really love movies, and we were getting into a pool, you know, like basically like almost like fantasy football where we made like a little bit of a thing to where oh we had bets on who would win. That would make it entertaining. I'd probably watch it live because like. That would make it more fun. But if you're not doing something like that, dude, who cares, man? Yeah. Like, who cares? Look, and if I, I tell if you I, what, I, yeah, good. I don't, I don't even know who this Armada cat is, man. I don't know if it's new to the show. Somebody I know, which is a different name. Uh, but hell no, you can't be named Chuck Stewart Norris in Alabama, man. Let me I tell think, you, I think, Chuck uh, Norris is a piece of crap, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he played Walker, Texas Ranger wow. in that stupid show that he played in. That nobody even cares about because the episodes suck. Matt Munoz hit it, man. And this is another big thing that that guy did. Hit Chuck it, man. Norris, Chuck Norris, what is that sound bite here that we're supposed to hit? Walker told me I had AIDS. You know, he's out there telling little kids he got AIDS. Wow. Screw that dude, dude. Get out of here. Yeah, uh, Chuck Norris doesn't grow a beard. The beard grows Chuck Norris. So, better watch it there, Justin. But, Bro, uh, I Bro, look. <laughs> Pretend like Chuck Norris tried to come uh, from this side of the room at me. Ew! Right? I don't want to know. Like, just pretend like he was trying to, to, like, that. you know, come in the room. Bam, son! I just killed him right there. Throat, knife hand chopped wow. to the throat. He was done. Done. Took him out. Get out of here, Chuck. You ain't shit. Yeah. All right, let's get on. Let's move on. Okay. I, I, Chuck Norris. Gets last thing. Up. Last thing I'll say about the Academy Awards is that if I was in complete control. I would nominate Mia Goth three times. Young Pearl, Old Pearl, and Maxine from the uh, X and Pearl films. I think she should be nominated three fucking times. But guess what? Probably not going to be nominated once. So there you go. Brandy's got a very good comment right here. 
just want to say that earlier, whenever I like raised up a little bit more so you could see the full beard, oh, God. we had a we had a sex bot try to jump into oh, the channel. Oh, and sex. for goodness sake. You know what I'm saying, bro? You know what I'm saying, wow. bro? Wow. I better, I got to calm wow. it down or they'll try to uh, come at us again. Yeah, you should probably try to calm that down there, Justin. Let's talk about uh, somebody who is also very calm, and that is none other than Keanu Reeves, who has been announced today. This was news that just came out today. From a friend of the show, Jeff Snyder, on Above the Line. And he's reporting that Keanu Reeves is returning as John Wick in the spinoff movie Ballerina, which is set to star Ana de Armas, who I absolutely love. Like, one of the, probably one of, if not the most beautiful woman on the planet right now. Uh, hot star in, in Hollywood. Uh, she will play a young female assassin seeking revenge against the people who killed her family. Uh, the character made a fleeting appearance in John Wick 3 as a ballerina who's just starting out her training to be an, ex an assassin. Ian McShane also set to return. Len Wiseman is going to direct a script co-written by Shay Hatton. So, dude, I got to be honest with you here. I still haven't seen any of the John Wick movies. I know that that's blasphemy well, God, Lee, at this point. It's just one of those things that I have... Well, it looks like I'll be doing the rest of the show by myself. You know, I can't be having some guy talking about entertainment and entertainment news, and he ain't watched no John Wick movie. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude, bro? What's wrong with you? What is wrong I, with you? I, I'm sorry. There's a lot of I get it. I've like never seen The Deer Hunter, Justin. Because you're younger. Seen that. but see, that's an older I movie. I get it that you ain't went back. John Wick's new, bro. Like, come on. Everybody's talking about yeah. John Wick, but I'm tired. Look, listen. I say a bunch of dumb stuff like butt juice, whatever, all the time, right? Like, that's cool, fun. It's just to be have fun and everything else and people Juicy. to laugh at, everything else. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is to it. But here goes the thing. A lot of times, I say the right goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's by accident. Like, not long when we first started this show, you know what I'm saying? When the Schmodown was in and everything, we started doing this show. I started talking about how everybody's going to be throwing money at these old properties because Top Gun Maverick did so well. And that's what's freaking happened ever since. All right? And then, earlier today in the show, I didn't even know all the news things. I've been at work, like I said. Dagan's, like, clipped the news. <laughs> I'm like, breaking everything for you here live. I come yeah. in here and Keanu Reeves to return as John Wick in a, star, in a spinoff. In another god darn spinoff. Oh, come on, Everything's dude. a spinoff. It's Ana de Armas. She's fucking awesome. You know awesome. what? Tomorrow, I'm going to take a anything. little piece of this beard, because I can afford it, and I'm going to cut a section off. I'm going to mail it to Dagan, and oh then whenever he glues it to him's face, that's going to be my beard spinoff, because everybody's got to have a gosh darn spinoff. Dude, I'm tired of spinoffs, man, already. And they're just beginning. They're just beginning because every time one of these stupid spinoffs makes a little bit of money and some other rich guy gets to put a little bit more money in his pocket, they're going to keep doing them because that's all they do. They're rich, do they're rich. They copy each other. That's all they do. Everything else, like, bam. Not even a lot. I hear you. I get your complaint, Justin. All I'm saying is that it's on a day armus, and I will literally watch. I would watch her read the newspaper for 12 hours straight. Like, literally, she's just... In, I, I'm entranced every time she's on the screen. So I'm not complaining about this. I may not even, bro, I might not even watch any of the John Wick movies. And then I'm going to go see this movie because it has Ana de Armas in it as the, as wow. the lead. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that just to piss you off, Justin. How about that? <laughs> you want to? You want me to piss I you could, off I even could, more? I, I could listen to it. I could no. listen to this guy <laughs> read the newspaper for a pretty good while, to be honest. Well, I, I mean, you got, you, got, you got a point there. But bro, shut up, man. 
If you got some comment to say, you can come on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, my complaint isn't oh, stupid, no. dude. It's spinoff after spinoff. We've gone almost an hour man. already. We still got eight more topics I, to talk. There's about so here, many. So. There, look, look, there's so many spinoffs out there right now. Like, I'm starting to have PTSD from where they people used to try to get you with that stupid internet thing, like uh, meatspin.com or whatever, where that one Meat? dude just turned around. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what you think it is. Pretty daggum nasty. I'm tired of it. Ooh. Don't want no more spinoffs. Depends on the kind of meat. Ooh. No more spinoffs. No more spinoffs. Are they, are they going to make you angry, Justin? Is that what's happening here? You know somebody that'll really make you angry. That's one Maxwell Jacob Friedman. This is something I want to talk to you about. This was an interesting story that I read today <coughs> from Deadline. That none other than Maxwell Jacob Friedman is the latest to be cast in A24 film The Iron Claw. Uh, this is a, a Cannes and Sundance Prize winning filmmaker Sean Durkin's uh, take on the Von Eric family, the legendary wrestling family. Uh, it's based on a true story. The Iron Claw follows the rise and fall of the Von Eric family a dynasty of wrestlers who made a huge impact on the sport from the 1960s to present day. Uh, Friedman's role has not been uh, disclosed yet, but the report from PW Insider, because of course it's, this is a, this is a kind of a fun topic because it's like a crossover of a, a entertainment story and a, uh, and a wrestling story. So um, you've seen some production stills from this earlier this week with Zach Efron uh, as as one of the Von Eric brothers, I can't remember which one, but uh, it looks like MJF is going to be playing Lance Von Eric in this movie. That is at least the report from um, from PW Insider. So this should be interesting. Uh, it's kind of like a biopic type of deal, but it's from A24, and you know how they are. They usually pick up pretty good projects, and it's got a wrestling thing going on, so I am absolutely going to be watching this movie. Hey, and it's going to be interesting to see MJF's foray into acting because this is the guy I'm that was I'm, this is the guy that was called the Discount Miz at one point. Hey, listen, man, so this is, I'm going to I got you a video of what I think about this. Uh oh, okay. Oh, hey, baby, you have the con? Oh yeah, yeah. You can give me one of those MJF uh, autographs or whatever. I'm getting low on toilet paper. I could use something to wipe my ass with. Yep. Uh, that'd be really coming handy coming up this weekend or whatever. Don't really want to go to the store. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yep. See you later. Wow. Wow. So, uh, Brandy was at the con where MJF was and, uh, she was like, you want an autograph from MJF? And that's what I sent her. She's got a picture with the dude, I think somewhere <laughs> hiding out, but I'm telling you right now, like, yo, yo, you know what off. I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he would kind of be in a hurry he, or whatever. He's, the thing. He, he's a dick and he'll, he's a dick to everybody, but, there's some people that are not going to take you being a dick to them. And one of those people is Brandy. So I don't think Brandy's even going to put up with freaking MJF's crap here. So well, I, I, I sent her that just video saying. when she asked me to like show it to him, but they were hurrying everybody uh, around uh, and everything. They got scared. Sure. Man. They knew what was going to happen. I'm sure they did. Yeah. They're like, we know we're going to get uh, Justin, that giant beard coming in here and, and distracting the show. But um, I'm interested to see MJF act. That's pretty much all I got to say about this. And I'm really curious to see a, a biopic of the Von Eric. I mean, let's be honest, man. The man acts every Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite. I mean, that's what <laughs> wrestling is. Is like he, 50 you, to 60 you think he does. acting, 40 percent like uh, he claims that he's like not. As as athletic. He, he's claiming that that's all real. Everything he does is is him. It's authentically. I mean, pretty sure it's pretty him. close to what. To I, I think it's pretty close. Is. I think it's pretty damn close. I think I think he. 
it's him dialed up to a hundred, basically. It's like that. That's the guy. Maybe he's a little bit more reserved when he's not in the ring or not on the, on TV. But I do think that like that's that's the real MJF we're looking at here, guys. So um, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. You know much about the Von Erics, Justin, or is that like a little? Bit oh yeah, baby, they're big time there. back there. Old day wrestling. They used to dominate the like Texas uh, center. There used to be that thing, if I'm not mistaken, called the Alamo Dome. They used to go out there and like mm-hmm. kind of rule the roost out there do their thing and all that stuff right there. You got one of them that actually went to like WWE or, you know, yeah, WWF at the time, but WWE now. uh, And he was called the Texas tornado. He actually wrestled and one of his feet was basically like, he was missing a foot because he had a bad car accident and ended up losing some of that stuff or whatnot. But yeah, like uh, it's pretty uh, interesting tale. That whole family, man, there's a lot of bad things that's happened to that family. Like as far as dying and everything else, uh, it's been like one of them suicide, uh, a lot of drugs, a lot of things. Freebirds versus the Von Erics was like a big time thing. Star Drew threw mm-hmm. up here. Like that's a, you know, it is very, very amazing and awesome. Like as far as a story, like the potential that this story has. I don't know that they put in the right people in place. I don't know if they're going to actually do this right. I don't know how great the acting is going to be. This should be a Zac Efron and MJF. This should be a very, this should be, (laughs) it should be a very serious, like a serious story because like I said, there's a lot of bad things that happen in this family, almost like they were cursed from the beginning kind of thing. Uh, We'll just see what happens uh, with the film. I hope it's good because it is a cool story to be able to do uh, that. But uh, I, you know, yeah, let's see. And I hope it does well Well, because there's a lot of cool wrestling stories out there that I think don't get made into movies because it being taboo. But I think like one of the best uh, movies uh, of that uh, year, but I don't remember what year it came out was a wrestler uh, uh, not very long ago. Uh, That movie is like a really good movie, even though it's fictional, it's really almost true to the way that like uh, old school wrestlers. Not too long. You you mean the wrestler that came out 14 years ago in 2000? Probably so, man. I don't know. Like, well, I said not too long ago, dude. Not I'm old, man. <laughs> I'm old, like uh, old to me, like uh, or or a long time ago. I'm starting. I'm thinking like 30, 40 years old and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When I was a kid, I, obviously that's been a long time ago. But like the wrestler uh, is a really good movie. Then you had stuff yes. like this happening. Darren a couple Aronofsky documentaries. got got a new movie coming out with the whale that it's getting a lot of praise. So yeah. Yep, the Andre the Giant bio is awesome. Mm-hmm. So they have actually yeah. had like some things wrestling wise. It's actually been really good. So and, and like I said, there's some interesting stories that can be told in the wrestling world about these real life characters and everything else. So like uh, it'd be fun to see some of that. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Um, but moving on here, uh, we'll move on to our, our our famous segment here. I know we're after Halloween, but I, I kind of want to keep this thing going because there's always some horror news. So it's the horror show. <laughs> There you go, everybody. The horror show, uh, where we take a look at all the news in the horror field. And man, I think this one, this one's gonna make you happy, Justin. Uh, I know you haven't gotten a chance to see this movie yet, but Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which will be releasing in theaters. Hell yeah, it will. It that- deserves to be released in theaters. It's a great idea. <laughs> yes, it's a great idea. The, the, it made the internet very angry, but I, I, I gotta say, I'm kind of looking forward to this uh the director whose name is race frake waterfield he also has plans he is already planning a sequel to go along with winnie the pooh blood and honey 
as well as another murderous take on Public Domain's children's series, Peter Pan, Neverland Nightmare. Oh, yes. Yeah. Give it to Hell me, yes. baby. Let's do it. Hell yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I always thought it was weird that a grown-ass man will on a magic fairy fly his ass back to where he was a kid and everything and run around with a bunch of other little kids. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why people ever love Peter Pan. I don't even know what's up with it. Like, the pirates were cooler, to be honest with you, man. Captain Hook was pretty badass. So I hope Captain Hook is like the good guy in this film. He's obviously taking down Peter Pan because that is kind of weird, dude. He's going to murder you. You're a grown man. You're a grown man. You try to get sent with some fairy dust from a little fairy to like show up at this other land with a bunch of kids because you want to run around with a bunch of kids. I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that can turn dark really quick. You know what I'm saying? We do not need to get this thing. We we need, I I like this turning on his head. Let's turn everything like that on his head, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? There's a dark corner in every little space. Peter Pan is the horror villain and Hook is trying to just fight for his life with that hook and fight his way out of the situation. There's a dark corner in every little space of life. Okay. And I think it's fine if someone out there wants to use their creative, you know, means. We'll see, right? I'm not going to get too excited about this because I want to see, you know, I want to see what happens in the hundred acre woods. You know what I'm saying? Like first, <laughs> right? And when that's done, and when I see it, then I'll then that'll preface me to be super excited about this. I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen Piglet and Winnie the Pooh out there hacking folks up yet. Like so, if that turns out to be really super fun and awesome, then I'm going to be super excited about Peter Pan. I little, you know, Peter Pan doing his thing out there. I like, I don't know. Like I said, it's easy for me to see the Winnie the Pooh thing because I can see where, like I told you before, some rich, you know, person, some business takes away all the honey out there and he can't get honey freely. And so now he's going out there to take revenge on like, say, or something like that. Abandoned by Christopher Robin, I think is the. Yeah. So I, you, you can tell yeah. that Peter Pan. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I mean, yeah, you do some listen, really messed up dark shit with that. Look, 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 hey, hold on, Brandy. Like, they didn't, I don't think he <laughs> dies like in the film. I think he just died of natural causes. Okay. Yes, beforehand. Because I mean, they were, they are abandoned. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I, th- I think this, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm very interested in both of these. Well, why you got to disrespect Rabbit like that, man? Why you got to disrespect Rabbit right not, there? Not a fan of the Rabbit there. But uh, I think we should move on, Justin, and talk about something that might be equally as horrifying. I think this deserves the the soundbite potentially as well. So let's play it again here. Um, there you go. Disney's live action Hercules film to be experimental and inspired by TikTok, says producer Joe Russo. Here, the report from Variety. <laughs> The cover story, nonetheless, filmmakers Joe and Anthony Russo are clear that their uh, dedication, it's basically saying they're not going to make any Marvel movies anytime soon. He says they won't be ready to do anything with Marvel until the end of the decades. However, uh, the Russos have already returned to Disney through AGBO. They're producing a live action adaptation of 97 animated feature Hercules with Guy Ritchie who helmed the 2019 live-action remake of Aladdin, which I think was more well-received than people thought it was going to be. But basically, 
the uh, Russo says that the story will be a quote unquote, a little bit more experimental in tone, a little bit more experimental in execution. I think they're just excited to see what we can all bring to it in a way that isn't just a reinterpretation of the animal, uh, animal animated film. So uh, there you go. And then they go on to say, where's this thing about them saying, okay, there are questions about how you translate it as a musical, says Russo. Audiences today have been trained by TikTok, right? What is their expectation of what that musical looks and feels like? That can be a lot of fun and help us push the boundaries a little bit on how you execute a modern music. I was cool with this when the musical crap came out. Let's get out of here, man. We're watching a movie about Hercules, which is like a big, huge dude that was made by the gods to walk around and kick ass. All right. I don't care about him two-stepping. I don't care about him singing. I don't care about people around him singing, unless it's a bard that's carrying around a lyre and he's like, singing his praises kind of like you see in the witcher series but i will say this i'm cool with a hercules series being made because of the fact that like this makes sense to make live action the lion king doesn't make sense making live action like it just doesn't like maybe you can kind of like little mermaid kind of draws that line to where maybe it's close but like even beauty and the beast i think is stupid like, how are you going to have, like, in a live-action film, some little cups dancing around and bull crap and a candle, like, moving around and everything else? My deal is straight up 100% is, like, this movie is makes sense to be made live-action, so it should have been done. Jungle Book was fine to a certain point. But, like, here goes the thing. Why the hell can't we get a black cauldron, like, made right? in live-action? That's another movie that makes sense. Like, uh, this is the direction they should have went. They should have took these more obscure movies that wasn't like the top, you know, of their what they call vault movies. You know what I'm saying? They should have took these more obscure movies that do make sense to be made live action and made them live action to begin with. Instead of just saying, okay, let's take our top five grossing things and make them live action. You know what? The Lion King stopped five grossing because it was great the way it was made. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, straight up 100%. Why do we have to make a live action version that's basically a copy of the same bullcrap? Because it's stupid. It's dumb. There ain't even no human beings in the show. Dude, there's there's not even no human beings in that show. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, live action is supposed to be live characters and everything else. Like, literally, you took something animated and made it CGI. That's why I haven't watched it. Because I don't want to watch it. The original Lion King is amazing. It's one of the best animated movies of all time, if not the best. Agreed. And you're going to sit here and tell me that, oh, wait, let's sit here. Like, I can almost understand them doing a Frozen that's live action because the characters make sense for live action, except for the one snowman guy who I can't <laughs> think of his name, but he's kind of a dork, but whatever. Everything else, like, it could, would make sense for live action. Even a, even a, uh, which I don't think this is Disney, but like, Say, like, the company that made Tangled, for instance. Well, that might be Disney. I can't remember if that's Disney or if that's DreamWorks, whatever. Pixar. Yeah, Yeah, one of those. But, like, Tangled, for instance, would be cool and something they could have fun with in a live-action kind of setting or whatever. I think Tangled. Because it makes sense. But, like, yeah, dude. Like, why wasn't this movie one of the top? This should have been one of the top first movies they made into an actual live-action because it makes sense. It could be cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I just had to mute myself because I sneezed a bunch of times because I think I'm allergic to unoriginality. And that's what's going on here is that Disney's just pumping them out, man. It's the assembly line. It's just every animated movie, every movie that we've ever done before. Right. Let's just let's just make a, another one and do it with live action or with CGI, man. Come on. Come up with some original ideas, Hollywood. Why don't you once in a while? 
This is whatever, man. I don't really care. I'm not gonna. I mean, it. I'm cool with what they're trying to do. Like, and 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 I, and I would love to see like what they would do with something like a Hercules, like I said, or like a Black eh, Cauldron. Maybe. But that should have been the ones they made because they make sense doing live action, and because they're not the most popular. Like, I remember seeing Hercules, like the Disney version, a long, long time ago. But I couldn't tell you crap about the plot now or who even the bad guy is right off the bat because like I haven't seen it in a very long time. I don't talk about it obviously because I'm a grown ass man. But when you take that into account, that would make sense for me to be like, oh, cool, I'll watch this movie. And to me, it'd be kind of new. The problem is, like I said, you take something like The Lion King or even like, the, like I said, The Beauty and the Beast. I know that story. Those are some of the greatest of all time films, animated or not animated. Like they're amazing and yeah. awesome. You should have took some of your lesser known properties and tried to do this stuff with it first. Like, and like I said, it would have made sense because it would have made something yeah. new. And they could have probably changed a little bit. Like the problem with doing Lion King is if you change anything in that story, people's gonna be pissed because they love yeah. the original, right? Right. Where's like you know the Jungle Book? I mean, I think that was like the first, well, really the first one that they launched this new kind of thing with, and that was actually pretty good because it was like it wasn't a story that was like treasured, you know, as dear. It was a Rudyard Kipling thing originally, so they they kind of maybe based a little bit more on the book, and they they tweaked it a little bit and made it a little bit different than the animated movie. And, like, I think a lot of people were receptive to that. But then The Lion King was just like a shot-for-shot shot CGI remake of the orig original. There's, like, no no point that that – no reason other than a lot of money that that movie needed to be made. So I, I'm with you on this, hey, Justin. I, and before we jump to the next topic, I'm going to go ahead and pull up uh, one of the topics that you had up here. Uh, HBO cancels Westworld. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm canceling this fucking topic right here because nobody <laughs> gives a gosh darn because after the Thank first you. season, which is really cool because they built it a sucks. cool world, they decided yeah. to try to get out of that world. Man, season get the one hell is out great. of here, dude. Season, season one, is, one is an amazing piece of television. I was super hyped it, for this just, show. Nah, yeah. nah. You know what? You know what's going to happen, Justin? It is needed that, to be canceled. Uh, it needed yeah. to be canceled. I, I don't know the reasons, but I don't really care of the reasons of why they canceled this other than the show is terrible. Um, maybe that's a you reason that, that nobody is watching it. But you know what's going to happen, Justin, is, is that HBO is going to get uh, so exhausted of, of these shows and they're going to cancel everything and they're going to have to resort to making shot-for-shot uh, shot CGI remakes of some of their older shows. Like, like for what? example, or... Or they could do something else, and they could do like a '90s remake of of Game of Thrones, and they could redo the intro completely. And we've actually we found the footage. We found the footage of the next HBO series that's going to air, and it's going to be a complete '90s retro remake of Game of Thrones with all the original, all the actors coming back. Here it is. too much more of that because otherwise we're going to get a, a copyright thing but that's pretty dope right but that's it man yeah that's Justin. actually that's that actually is pretty next. good but that actually yeah. is pretty good uh love the game of thrones but it is what it is but nah man like look the west world after the first season may be the worst thing on hbo television besides real sex 21 wow 
Wow. There you go. You heard it here first. That's some hot garbage. It's <laughs> some garbage. Because HBO usually knocks it out of the park, bro. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Almost anything HBO makes show-wise, I turn it on. It's pretty damn solid. I mean, come on. And they literally have built, like, they didn't build it. Technically, George R. R. Martin has. But it, with the Game of Thrones, I think they have one of the uh, biggest potential as far as IPs going right now. Because if they keep knocking it out of the park with the new uh, House of Dragons and everything to build up on the already the sets they had with the original Game of Thrones and everything else, like, that could be a huge IP overtaking some of the other ones. So, like, they got a chance here to do some shit. Let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on, everybody. Uh, we, If you guys don't know already, you can join us on Patreon. Patreon.com. Actually, that's the wrong link there, bot. You put up the wrong link for us. The actual link is right here. I'll pull it up there and click the button. Patreon.com slash LGR underscore network, as I mentioned earlier. LGR underscore network is the link for pretty much everything now. So if you want to join us on Patreon, you guys can actually send us topics. You can post in our Discord where we have movie discussions and TV discussions. If there's anything you want to talk, anything that you would like us to talk about on the show, you can absolutely send us it that way. And this week, we do have a Patreon requested or suggested, if you would, topic here for us. And it is from our own Pardis. Uh, so shout out to Partis. Thanks for supporting the Patreon, man. Uh, and that is the news that broke earlier today that there is an Indiana Jones series that's being eyed for Disney+. Plus. So this is from Variety once again here. Disney is actively looking to develop an Indiana Jones TV series for Disney+. Plus. The Mouse House and Lucasfilm specifically bring, bringing up the possibility of a streaming show set in the world of the globetrotting archaeologist. In general meetings with writers of late, sources say... They're looking for a writer to take on that project, thus no plot details are available. Given that, it's unknown if the series would serve as a prequel to or <laughs> they're your favorite word, Justin, spinoff of the film franchise or if it would tie into the upcoming fifth Indiana Jones film. So, you know, obviously no word from if, if Harrison Ford's going to be in this. I doubt it. Uh, it's another one of these things where it's like, an Indiana Jones show without Indiana Jones. Like, is do we do we really need this, Justin? Once again, once again, it's another spin-off show. Your thoughts there as you spin the toilet once again. Listen. I put that up there. I, me, I did. Because Why? I actually enjoy the Star Wars movie solo. I actually enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. That's what I expected to be. Go in there and have a fun adventure and everything else. Almost like an Indiana Jones movie in some aspects, right? Because that's what you go when you go to watch Indiana Jones movie or whatever is to have a fun ride, fun adventure, some gallivanting happening and everything else, right? And I think like the actor that played, um, you know, Han Solo got a, too much criticism, way more than what he should have. I thought he did a really good job, to be honest with you, and everything else and all that. Make Solo 2 happen. Hashtag Make Solo 2 happen because I want it to happen. I think it was a pretty damn good movie. And I would have liked to have seen a second movie in the solo style, like mm. story arc or whatever. See him maybe yeah. may, let's see the story of how he got in trouble, you know, with Jabba and stuff like that. Right. Like exactly. But here goes the thing. I bring that up because you know what? I hope the people that prejudge solo 
you know, before it happened, because, oh, we don't want to recast on Solo or any of this bull crap. I hope they give the same bull crap. I hope they go at this show, show series idea as hardcore as they went after Solo before they ever synced the movie. Before they ever synced it, Dagan. Uh-huh. Like, I want them to go at that same thing and that with the same gusto. Oh, we didn't ask for this. Nobody asked for an Indiana Jones TV series either, right? So I want them same people that got on the internet, you know, and got their little wiggly, wiggly, you know, Twitter fingers wet ready. Well, like this. gonna be a good show, though. How about that? Instead, I'm gonna alter your. I'm gonna alter your pitch. I'm gonna say make it a Crimson Dawn Disney Plus. I mean, basically, you can have Alton Ehrenreich appear as as Han Solo, fine, in an episode or something. But I think that would work better than a solo two movie. We don't need a solo two Look, man, movie. I we agree, need a Crimson Dawn like, series. No, no, but I mean it'd be basically a solo two movie because we already got some of the Crimson Dawn in there. It would be like the sequel would actually probably go into the Crimson Dawn even more. We'd get even more Dark Maul and stuff. Yeah. Would have been a you, fun you adventure. Could, you could do that as a series though. You could still But it'd been a fun a adventure, a fun ride, right? Like so he's doing something for Jabba and then the Crimson Dawn, which has Darth Maul and his ex-girlfriend. Like get involved, and there's like a cool story, like what's going on there, you know. And Somehow I ended up back here, seen, everybody. We're gonna lane, but guess what? We didn't get to see it because of a bunch of idiots that prejudged the movie before it ever came out. Before mm-hmm. they ever was able to see it. You know uh, I, did, like I did not prejudge. I went in with no expectations, and I did not uh, did not have a good time. I thought it was okay. Not. Well, that's you. I mean, not everybody's gonna love everything. I mean. If that was the case, every time a movie was made, like it would make the trillions and trillions of dollars because literally everybody would go see it because everybody would enjoy it. That's not what it's made for. Mm-hmm. Movies are made <laughs> for a certain thing. Yeah, make well, an Ewok show, these, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's let's, <laughs> hey, hey, let's spin our asses right on off into the Ewok indoor world. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. see those Ewoks actually catch some unsuspecting travelers as they cook them on the spire, you know, as they slowly cook them like a rotisserie chicken at Walmart. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like, let's do that. Let's do it. I'm down uh, for it. Justin, have you ever played the the original Battlefront 2? Not not the new Battlefront 2, but like the, the OG Battlefronts that before Disney bought it. Oh, I mean, I didn't one... really play uh, yeah. a couple of those as much. I mean, I played them a little bit, but like not like gotcha. super hardcore or anything. Did so like, I can't play... see them judge them too much. Did you ever play as the Stormtroopers and you go hunting for Ewoks? It's a lot of fun, especially with the sniper rifle. You just perch up in the trees, and you got the little bastards coming out, crawling out, and you just fucking snipe them, just picking them off from the top. Dude, what's your hate of it? What happened? Well, I don't know. All right, cool, whatever. I don't I'm know just I saying it's a fun. So no, I'm just saying it's a fun. I don't mind the Ewoks. I'm just saying it's a very fun level to play in that video game. But uh, let's let's move on to our final topic of the day here, Justin. I know we've got, been going a little bit longer here. Uh, and you got to work. We all got to like get up early in the morning. I'm getting up to go to AEW in Boston, baby. That's going to be nice. fun. And I know you got to work and everything. So uh, last topic of the day here, and that is the Sandman uh, has been renewed for a season two at Netflix. Story here from Deadline. Uh, they understand that the streaming is the streaming service is bringing back the comic book adaptation after various conflicting reports starting to surface online. There were some Twitter things saying that they'd been canceled. Uh, then there was a, a renewal confirmation that got leaked and then back and forth and back and forth. But finally being confirmed here uh, that it will 
return for a second season. Uh, did pretty good numbers in its first season. I know that the producers and the people that were making this show made a point to sort of say, watch everything, even watch the credits, turn the automatic, uh, you know, uh, automatic play next episode thing off on Netflix when you watch this show, because it's very important that uh, the more views that Netflix gets, uh, that includes watching everything like uh, that will contribute to the show potentially getting renewed for a second season. So I haven't watched season one yet. I hear really, really good things. And even not watching the show, I was a big fan of the comic books, big fan of Neil Gaiman just in general, and very happy to see this because I, I have a feeling that I really will like the show once I do finally get delve in. And I was supporting the renewal efforts despite um, not seeing the first season yet uh, because, you know, I, I like to get, keep people their jobs, basically. And I know this is a very extensive comic book with a lot of material that they can adapt. So many, many seasons of this is something that I think would be a good thing. And so I'm happy about this news. But uh, Justin, have you watched The Sandman yet uh, or any of this show? I have not watched The Sandman, uh, uh, Sandman uh, yet because like, I don't have Netflix. And the reason why I don't have Netflix is because what? they suck. They <laughs> suck, dude. Get ready, man. Get ready. You want to clip this out for a short right here because Netflix sucks. You know what I'm saying? Because the Sandman, one of the most talked about new things I've seen them have on their program, they try to cancel it before they even let it see if it's going to be popular or not. I mean, it's bull crap, dude. Like Netflix, what the hell are you doing? And then on top of that, you're screwing the Witcher up. One of your other things that people are actually subscribing Liam to. Liam Hemsworth, get out of here. Hemsworth is gone because like you've been sucking it up. Like listen, over 85,000 people over the internet has already tried to like do some kind of thing to where they actually fire the writers of the show for The Witcher because you suck at doing your job. You suck at making things good and keeping it good. Literally, Netflix, besides Stranger Things, one thing that they've done that's like they've kept together somehow Everything else is like, oh, we'll have a great season and everything. We'll try to make a second one, which kind of sucks. And then like, oh, it's canceled. Everything. And then, like I said, straight up, 100%, Sandman, great reviews. People talking about how good this show is and everything. You already canceling it while people are talking about how good it is. Like, how stupid are you? And then you expect me to get all juiced up and excited for the Sandman because you're bringing it back after you had to hear all the like people talk good about it? Dude, shut the hell up, Netflix. You suck. I will not be subscribing for any time soon until you get your crap together, okay? Listen, wow. HBO puts out better shows than you. Disney Plus has now proved they put out better shows than you, okay? Like, let's just be honest here, wow. right? I don't care about the IPs. Just the solidness of the shows are better, okay? They look better. They smell better. You know what I'm saying? There's no butt juice happening over there on those other like streaming services and everything else, except for Netflix. Netflix sucks. And your movie selection sucks, for God's sakes. You have wow. doo-doo ass movies over there. There's hardly any time that Netflix has a movie that I want to go over there and sign on Netflix and watch a movie over there, for God's sakes, because Netflix literally sucks. They haven't had my money for a few months now. And I'm pretty sure that's good. That trajectory is probably going to keep going exactly where it is until they get their crap together. Look, they used to be the big dogs in the block. You know what I'm saying? They were the King Kongs of all gorillas when it comes to like these streaming platform services and everything wow. else. Nobody can even come close to touch them. And now, like literally, I cut them out because I had to cut some money. I'm a single father or whatever. I ain't rich. I can't be sitting there having like 20 damn subscription services to all these things they were literally probably fifth they had gotten to where they are fifth on my list of what i was going to check i checked i was checking amazon prime video 
And I get that just because I use Amazon Prime to get free shipping or whatever. So that's almost not even extra money to a certain point. Then I have HBO Max, obviously, Disney Plus, obviously, like Netflix kept falling and falling and falling down. You know what I'm saying? There were some times I'd rather look at Hulu than look at Netflix. And that's shitty because Hulu is like Disney Plus the third. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a stepchild of like Disney Plus now because Disney owns most of Hulu. So they ain't even trying to push that super, super hard. Like it's bull crap, dude. I'd rather watch YouTube videos right now than watch crap on Netflix. To be gosh darn honest with you, man. Like, what does Netflix have on there besides Stranger Things that makes people want to go over there and watch that stupid program? And for honest, I, I'll be honest with you. I hope people leave stuff in the comments about their favorite show or favorite movie that's over there on Netflix that's super good, that's super great, that they can't live without unless they had the stupid ass like thing going on. Because, I, like I said, they, they became like slowly but surely over time my fourth or fifth favorite streaming platform and i just can't afford to have that many so like they had to get cut bro wow. so you get nothing you That's lose right. good yep. day sir yep yeah there you go well look everybody uh and now that Jeff and you keep raising the prices what do you keep raising the prices for what do you keep raising the prices Money, for? What are you Inflation. adding on Netflix that makes it to where it's so much better that I want to pay more gosh darn money for it? Like literally. Why? Why does the I price mean, keep getting raised? Because I mean, you're not adding anything super great that you don't already have that's like something that wants to draw me back and pay you more money for it. Like you're just like rent, dude. Like the, the people out there, well, rent went up, you know, like 50 bucks for your next lease. Cost of living has like, increased. But, yeah, yeah, but we're not going to all, but you don't get any uh, new anonymities or anything with your, uh, yeah. your place that you live at. We're just going to raise it. And you live in the same place exactly like it is. Like exactly the same thing, bro. I don't want my shit getting raised. And you're not even giving me the better quality content or anything. Get out of here, man. Netflix sucks. I mean, I was going to do a, a like a quick non-spoiler review of Enola Holmes and Enola Holmes too that are now on Netflix, but I think that Justin has sufficiently buried them enough to the point that they will uh, never sponsor the show. So uh, I'm, I'm going to save that review for another time Don't want that and, sponsor. Uh, and wrap things up here today, Justin, because uh, we've, we've gone a little bit longer than we normally do, but a lot of fun talking with you. As always, uh, anything that you want to plug here, man, before we get out of here? Nah, man. Subscribe to the channel, all right? Most importantly, yes. And subscribe to our new channel as well. The highlights, let's get ready network highlights. Yeah, the sports. Like we I, I, we get it that we just having a lot of content coming out, sports and entertainment all mixed together. We kind of wanted to get that separated. So we put the sports on its own channel. That way, like if you love the sports part of it, you can go there. You like the entertainment, but we all still work together. We're all still the same team. Uh we just didn't want y'all to be confused about that stuff or whatever. So, like, yeah, man, like we get a uh, have a great time, have a fun time. Uh, doing what we do and stuff like that. That's why we do it. Thank you guys who support us and watch oh, us all the time. Can't, can't thank you enough for those kind of things right there. And uh, like I said, if you haven't already and you do like sports and stuff, uh, we do have sports things over there on the LGR. Like, what's the actual official, like, is it just the highlights or whatever, LGR highlights? or? Let's get ready the highlights, yes. Okay, There's so yeah, that's going to be the – uh, there's the link exactly you can go into the chat so go over there and subscribe to that channel they're trying to build their subscription base up you know obviously because yes. it hasn't been around as long as what we have over here but yeah man like we're doing the thing uh and we're trying to cover a bunch of different bases and we just got a lot of people that love talking about things that they love some of us like talking about the sports a little more and some of us like talking about the entertainment a little more i actually could do both but i just can't do both because i don't have the time if i had time if, if y'all got my channel so popular that I didn't have to work a full-time job.
I'd be on both the sports and the entertainment thing, shooting my mouth off about all that stuff. Because you know what? Guess what, baby? Alabama got that ass beat again, boys. Wow. <laughs> hey, Justin. <laughs> you got, hey, if you ever get some time. Tide. It's low, low tide. tide now. Low tide. It's low that. tide. You, there you go. Let's get ready to network the highlights. And Justin, I know, I know you don't have the time, but I got the time. Time to fuck shit up. Absolutely. Every time. Time to fuck shit up. Talk, time to fuck up Alabama. Because, yeah, they're the team that deserves to lose yet again. Ha <laughs> I love yep. it. I love it. Yep. So, um, yes, appreciate you all. Uh, any, any, uh, I, oh, okay, I'll give my, my plugs here. Uh, Blokes of Wrestling coming up this Friday. We are going to be pre-taped. So, we'll have the episode dropping at uh, 8.15 p.m. Pacific, 11.15 p.m. Eastern, our usual time. But it's going to be a pre-taped episode this week, as I'm going to be and off probably at the show in Boston. Well, probably yeah, also this Friday we'll have a release of uh, uh, you've been doing it with me, uh, doing like a small review for the uh, Andor series. Yes, yes, absolutely. We'll we'll have the Andor episode ten coming up. out. Episode ten. We may have a Black Panther review at some point. I'm not sure. I, I will certainly post an out of the theater reaction on Thursday after I go see it as a short. So look for that short here coming up uh, uh, in a couple days. And uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for me, Justin. What else you got to wrap us up here, man? I ain't got nothing, man. I ain't got nothing uh, except for, for your catchphrase. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, man, I, I ain't got nothing else to talk about. Like, like I said, thank you guys for watching and everything else. And I, I like to leave you with a little bit of ham bones, words of wisdom here. You know what I'm saying? In life, you need to do what you can to get healthy. And I was recently diagnosed with diabetes and everything else. And like, I've been doing the things with no sugar and everything else. But even with diabetes, if you're really careful and stuff, they're something that's healthy that you can still, you know, get a little drink of and that's juice. But when you're going through life, you need to drink Ooh, apple baby. juice, maybe get you a little mm. prune juice if you stopped up. And mm. it, even so, like, if you think you need some more vitamin C, drink you a little orange juice. Oh, man, when it comes bro. down to it, DC and all you little fans out there, y'all need to stop drinking some of that James Gunn booty juice. Okay. Stop it guys. Stop it. And with that, thank you guys. And until next time, Peace. New shoes, new tracks, like who's that? I'm new, come back better than last year. It's a new me, never gonna look back. Never gonna look back. Cause damn, I was built to last. You move slow and I move fast. And that's back.